Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series. Today, I'm joined by Carolyn Wallace. She is a psychotherapist, a speaker, writer, and certified archetypal consultant with over 20 years of experience guiding people through the process of transformation. While she specializes in a range of modalities, she has placed a special focus on archetypal consulting to help women from all walks of life access greater confidence, happiness, success and connect their unique life purpose. Thank you so much for coming on the spiritual spotlight series. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to kind of talk about this archetypal um, consulting. This is definitely, I've kind of dabbled in archetype work, but this is interesting to me. So let's kind of just start with, um, with nearly 20 years of experience guiding people through transformation. You've explored various modalities. What drew you to archetypal consulting and how has it proven to be the most powerful and transformation part of your work? I was, I've been a therapist for about 20 years. Amazing. Um, that, I was a yoga teacher and what I, therapy is, is awesome and very needed in our culture. Yeah. But, uh, archetypal consulting gets people to think about things from a different lens. And I think it's a lot more fun and you can use words like spirituality and draw in um, some astrology because when mm. you do some archetypal work, it, you you put it into the astrological wheel and you can think about the, the different astrological signs. And I think it brings such a depth to people's work on themselves mm. in a way that like therapy is, is awesome. It, it truly is. And this just brings a whole different lens, a whole different dimension yeah. can take, well, I think much, much deeper. So archetypes have a rich history in psychology and spirituality. How do you introduce these concepts? Those may be new to the idea and how do you help individuals recognize the work with the archetypes that are most relevant to their personal journey? Um, if people are coming to me for therapy, yeah. I don't always, I mean, jump I, in I, there. I don't always jump in there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're separate things. Okay. Now, if I'm working with someone who is talking about spirituality and that comes from them, that comes organically, I can see some of their patterns where I mm-hmm. might speak to archetypes. If the person seems receptive to it, I might introduce it or offer it. And if they're receptive, great. And if they're not, that's also perfectly fine. Um, but people who come to me for archetypal consulting mm-hmm. come because they know something about archetypes already, or they've heard me on a podcast, or they've read something that I've written. And so they already have an idea. Yeah. So for those that are not familiar with an archetype, what exactly is an archetype? Archetype, really, the easy way to think about it is just a pattern. It's a pattern that exists in that exists in the collective unconscious. Uh So patterns have crystallized over thousands of years of human beings existing Mm -hmm. on the planet. And so these patterns just sort of exist. And we 
can um, embody these patterns. Carolyn Mason in the program where I became certified says that we incarnate with 12 of our own personal archetypes. Mm -hmm. And so really discovering what these are and working with them can lead us to so much power in our lives. So can you give me an example of maybe one archetype that somebody is kind of like, oh, I need insight on this? Sure. Well, you know, one of the most most popular archetypes, it's not even really popular until you start talking about it, but it's saboteur archetype. So how many of us have not sabotaged our goals in some way, whether that's just committing to get up a half hour earlier every morning and then not doing it or eating the thing we said we weren't going to eat. You know, it can be small things. It can be much larger things. You know, I'm not going to do the same pattern in this relationship as I did before. And then we wind up doing it. That's the saboteur archetype. So that's very interesting because like, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, I do that. How, how do you kind of navigate your client, you know, being an archetypal consultant to, okay, I've identified this is the archetype that we need to work on. And how do they break those patterns or those beliefs and help them to live, like you said, a ha- a, with more confidence and happiness and success, which is amazing, which everybody wants. Right. Well, the good news is that every archetype has its shadow side and its light side. So we are not conscious of which archetypes are kind of controlling a certain area of our life. Mm -hmm. We will live by its default pattern. We call Mm -hmm. that chronos in archetype work. The chronos level is like our our, uh, default mode. It's just where we go when we're not conscious, when we're not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But the good news about every archetype is that there's a path of evolution. So if we're in the saboteur, we call saboteur in the shadow, right? Doing Mm -hmm. the things which we weren't doing. What would it look like if we started to make choices that kept us in alignment with our goal? And then we could, the the light side of the saboteur, we like to call the guardian of choice, the guardian of choice and change, some people say. So what if we came at our life with an energy of the guardian of choice and change rather than saboteur? I mean, what a difference that would make. So if you were going to make a choice that led to a change in your life, you know, how would that feel? Try that on. What would that choice feel like? And then get into the feeling of what that Mm -hmm. would be like. And And then, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say what happens is that at least with the saboteur archetype, and there's hundreds of archetypes and each archetype has a path. This is just one. Yeah. When we finally stop blocking ourselves with the saboteur energy, when we finally stop blocking ourselves, our lives can just open up. If we keep the guardian of choice and change in our minds and know that for every time we want to go back into default mode, we actually can take a step forward. We can become more and more of the person that we're here to become that we wouldn't have access to if we had just stayed in default mode. And there's like this endless process of becoming with the saboteur archetype, we call it like you kind of get in your special sauce of who you are, where you're known by this aspect of your personality. But if you don't take the journey and you stay stuck in saboteur in the shadow, you'll never, you'll never realize that. And they'll never, you'll never grow and kind of, you know, grow into the life that you really wish to have. Exactly. That's so interesting. I love that. (laughs) So I mean, it's, it's very, so let me ask you this. How did you move from, um, psychotherapy to archetypal consulting? Um, do you blend them both together I, or I don't blend them 
both together in the way that I do straight archetypal consulting, just because, you know, I, you know, with my therapy practice, I bill insurance and I don't think insurance is like terribly interested in my doing archetypal consulting. So I have to pretty much stick with the program with therapy, but consulting brings this dimension that just, it's just makes, it just comes alive. When you have someone's chart in front of you and you see all 12 archetypes and all 12 of the astrological houses, and you start working with these, you see the connections and you, and the energy sometimes can be palpable. You can see it like just almost lift off the page in front of you. Wow. You say, Oh, I can see how this archetype, if I have saboteur, just say in second house, and that's my house of money and resources, how I could be sabotaging myself there. But then it's opposed with something in my eighth house, which is, you know, the other people's resources, how I might access that. Then, Oh, boy, that really gives me some insight into you know, how I might be able to do a little better with my finances. Just one example. So as you said in the beginning that the archetypes blend in with astrology. So Mm -hmm. how do you identify someone's archetypes? Do you need their date of birth? Do they need to have an intake session? Like, how does that work? Well, they pick their archetypes and I have a a big long list I send to people. Um, They can also do their own research. There are hundreds of archetypes and the list that I offer offer certainly is not exclusive. Like it's not the only choices. There's Mm -hmm. God is God archetypes. You know, you pick the ones that work for you. And I give you some guidance on how to do that. And they will come back and then they may have 20. Well, we're supposed to have 12. So they may come back with a bunch. And so we really sort through which ones really seem relevant to their lives pretty much since childhood and then um there's a process called casting your wheel where we cast it into the archetypal wheel Mm. and then we know which of the 12 falls in which of the 12 houses of the um astrological wheel that is so interesting yeah that house and how that how the archetype becomes present in that house which is a specific area of your life Right. I love that it blends in with astrology. And I also like that you may bring, like, I may bring you a list of 20, but then you're going to help me to kind of, and do you find that your clients are like, oh yeah, this makes sense. These 12. Oh yeah. They say, I had one woman just say, this is me. I've had more than one person say that. It's just, it's just so validating to your, your experience like wow this is me you can see how we kind of come in to our incarnation carrying these do you find that let me ask you this because you just said that uh, that's interesting do you find that some of the stuff may come from past lives that they're pulling forward in this life a lot of people ask me that um i don't actually know the answer to that probably i know that whatever winds up in your 12th house they say comes from some past life experiences. So I can say, yes, your 12th house archetype does. I imagine it probably does. It mm-hmm. has a lot to do with ancestry, um, depending on the house we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Oh, this, I'm like, what, what karma did I bring in? And what house is it in? And what archetype is presenting? Oh, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I do find that I like that you're also like, you're validating that what they're going through also is legitimate, but let me give you tools. Like you said, to, you know, get access, greater confidence, happiness, success, you know, but it's like, it's almost, it just, I like, I like what you said, the validation, the, okay, well, let's, let's flip it. Let's, let's shift this. Right. Well, if you're always stuck in relationships, for example, let's figure out what's in your seventh house. And maybe that will make a little bit more sense. And then there's always a path to evolve that archetype. So maybe that could be helpful moving forward, whatever area of your life where there's some stuckness, let's figure out what archetype is there. What archetype is, is active there. 
And let's figure out how to evolve it so you can get a little bit more out of life that way. Yeah. And I like that people are coming to you that they know that something is holding them back and they're searching for this type of consulting. Yeah. It's so fun and it's so powerful. That's awesome. It comes from, it comes from the people themselves. You know, we all have this inside of us. We all have the power to move from the chronos into the higher levels of consciousness. It just, we just have to know it's there, become conscious that it's there. It's like, these are steps we're invited to take, but we have to know that the path is there or else yeah. we go to take it. Absolutely. So with your work, it it aligns closely with helping individuals to tap in their true essence and potential. Can you maybe share um, a memorable success story where a client's journey with archetypal consulting led to a profound personal breakthrough and tangible life improvements? Let me see. Um, I have a lot. <laughs> what was that? You have a lot. Yeah. You know, there are people who come to me because they, they say, you know, I've, you know, in, in, you know, I, I don't really tell, tell people that I'm a healer. I'm not a healer. I won't help you heal a physical issue, yeah. but they say, well, I keep running into the same, you know, like when I go to my doctors, I'm not being heard. For example, I don't feel like I can speak up and advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. And so we, we talk about all the different areas where speaking up using your voice, like, like what's in your 10th house, that's your house mm-hmm. of highest potential. Um, and so, and so when we get clear about how all the different archetypes work together to give you more of a voice, more of an advocacy for yourself and which archetypes are there, mm-hmm. then they draw on whatever they need to draw on the next time they might be in a situation where they feel like they're not being heard. It's like, oh, I can draw on my advocate in the 10th house, or I can draw on my you know, victim in the light in the eighth house, which is not going to keep me back this time. I want that resource from the eighth house and the victim in the light becomes the guardian of self-esteem. So how am I going to walk in there as someone who's, you know, very um, confident in their self-esteem and do the advocating from that place? I love the idea of a shadow, the shadow and the light. You know, for me, you know, that really resonates a lot with the spiritual aspect of myself, like, you know, working with the shadow side and working with the light self. And I love the the idea of working with a guardian. Like, it feels like it's almost like for me, like, I know we probably, you probably activate it within you, but it feels like it's a guide helping you along. Yeah, the, I'm, when we get to the highest, the highest level of consciousness, at least in, in the, the program where I was trained, we call mm-hmm. it the cosmic level of consciousness. And the cosmic level of consciousness kind of comes in as a beautiful gift for us. It comes in after we've taken our steps here on earth. We've taken yeah. this, we've done the work. We've tried to do the transformation. We've gone through archetypal consulting or therapy or whatever it is that we do. And then the cosmic comes in like a gift. And those are the, the guardians, the, the higher yeah. level of consciousness that that we can all tap into. That is amazing. So let me ask you this. If anyone is interested in getting archetypal consulting or maybe taking one of your programs, what is the best place to go to? Uh, my website is yourradiantlife.net. I love that. I, I love that title. I also have a, a, a Facebook group. It's called Your Radiant Life with Carolyn Wallace. Nice. So make sure to either of those places. I do one-on-one sessions and I also have a program. Um, So, so. and you also have a free gift. You have a free meditation on your website. So if anyone goes to your website, download the meditation, it's an audio meditation called embody the divine feminine for confidence. I love that title. (laughs) 
I love that. So let me ask you something else. So your bio mentions activating one's highest potential through archetypes. For those intrigued by this concept, what advice or practices would you suggest to someone who's curious about harnessing the power of archetypes to create positive shifts in their own journey? Carolyn Mace talks about um, four survival archetypes, and those four are universal to every person. So if you really want to just sort of start to learn about archetypes, Mm -hmm. I would really recommend researching those four. If you type into Google... um, Survival, survivor archetypes, Carolyn Mace, you'll, you'll find they're the child, the victim, the saboteur, and the prostitute. And those four are universal to, to all of us. We all recognize, um, those patterns that live inside of us mm-hmm. and start getting familiar with those and start understanding that when you find yourself in specific patterns, that it's not just the way you are or the way you've always been. I mean, that may be true, but it doesn't have to be that way starting today. You can start thinking about what is the path from prostitute to the guardian of faith, or what is the path from saboteur to guardian of choice? You know, what's the path from uh, the child archetype to becoming the sovereign, the adult in your life, the adult who comes in and takes care of things instead of a child sort of having tantrums or being disempowered or saying, I can't do this thing. So that's where I would say a good place to start would be. Now, are all, are those four in everybody's wheel? Yes. So you have those four and then you pick eight others that are specific to you. Mm-hmm. That's so I love that. Anything else you want to talk to us about um, archetypal consulting before we um, end our lovely show? Anything else I want to talk about? I said a lot already. You did. <laughs> so what, I guess let me ask you this. So because you do blend the spirituality with this archetype consulting, For any, like, and right now, it really feels like a lot of people are going through a spiritual awakening and they're they're. but the people who may not feel as supported on their spiritual journey, there's some isolation and there's some loneliness and maybe just feeling alone because they don't understand what's going on. Do you have any piece of advice for somebody who may be experiencing that now? What I would say is the internet is such a fabulous resource for people. There is so much out there for people who are interested in the spiritual path. Your your podcast is one good example. Mm. There are so many spiritual spiritual podcasts out there. There are programs, there are entrepreneurs out there really wanting to provide services to people who want to go to a little bit of a, or more, much more of a deeper level. Oh, I love that. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on the Spiritual Spotlight Series. You are amazing and you are a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.